ladies and gentlemen and listeners at home, um, this is Blossom Buddies, the weekly episodic podcast recapping the NBC television show. You know, I do this every single time, and you know what you're listening to if you're clicking onto it, you know? Yeah, what are you clicking onto it for? Is you it, don't know what it is. Is it necessary to say that every time? Anyway, my name's Jason. We're joined again by... Uh, fan fan of the show i always i always want to say um uh 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 friend of the show but i said fan of the show that time jake thurgood is here again hello ladies and gentlemen i'm jake thurgood um so last week we you know put together a stellar episode of podcastery that's what we're calling it now how was your week my week was good um it's it's been a long time since we saw each other since last week mm. um you've grown older i've grown older fatter wiser. and wiser <laughs> but especially fatter <laughs> um this I is i put out a few pounds this is our uh season finale extravaganza wow <laughs> this is season two episode 24 of that blossom explains the balloons in the room yeah, there's balloons. We're celebrating with. There's a cake with a dead hooker inside of it. I mm. bought the I bought the cake last week with the woman, with the actually it's a man inside of it. Are you just coming up with this off the top of your head, or did you see it on Family Guy? They're or dead. <laughs> Shit! I did. You know what I did there? What? I accidentally joke thieved from Family Guy. So it was Family Guy. I now that you mention it, I can picture that gag perfectly in my head, <laughs> except it was a woman. So by the time I left that night, I thought I was going to say like Peter Griffin. I did not at all. <laughs> you think that's bad? Think that's bad. Remember the time I left a hooker in the in the pancakes? That's what I almost said there. So I just went with it. So we're in the pancakes. So this episode's called Spring Fever, and it can be really just boiled down to uh, everybody's got dates except for Joey and Six. Mm, I wish I could boil it down. There are all these people in it. I know. I asked you to be on this show and not realizing you fucking hate Blossom. I'm not a fan of the show. I don't hate <laughs> Blossom. I, I feel nothing. You just feel nothing? I feel nothing for Blossom. I have one memory of ever watching Blossom, and I only remember it because it was the first time I ever ate French toast. So I remember eating the French toast and looking at the TV and being like, what the hell is this crap? Did you uh, did you enjoy the French toast? No, it was bad. Bad French toast. It was really soggy. It was a weird old woman made it. I don't even know who this old woman was. Was it that babysitter you had? Yeah, I think it was some kind of babysitter, yeah. Because, okay, so now that I'm thinking about it, I I know for a fact. Yeah. Because we would have had sleepovers with each other. If you didn't listen to last week's and you're just listening to this week's, me and Jake have known each other since we were 13. Yeah. So we would have had sleepovers while this just after this show had ended. We've been friends for 20 years. We've watched like every all we did was watch TV, watched like every show together except Blossom. Well, but I'm sure that we put Blossom on. Uh, no. <laughs> I think I think I would re- remember that. <laughs> not even uh not even during like TGIF? No. Blossom was on NBC, TGIF was on ABC. Not TGIF, I mean uh, Saturday morning. Blossom was on a prime time, not in the morning. Yeah, but like later when it was in syndication. No, we never watched Blossom together, I know that. That's, okay. I don't know that. Oh, I remember it was on the Family Channel uh, later, because that was the Canadian Disney affiliate was the Family Channel. Then you probably watched it with your family. Channel? 
It's so sad. One time, so my dad, mo- like my parents split up, and my dad moved into the city. We lived in Halifax. Yeah. And uh, I said to my dad because he didn't have cable or really, you know, Family Channel where we lived was like a special channel. And I was like, hey, can you get the family channel? And my dad was like, no, because I don't have a family anymore. <laughs> wow. And that, Said that to you, huh? That has stuck with me. Yeah. You don't forget it. My like whole that. life. Because at the time I was like, well, that's fucked up, dad. Hmm. Uh, the more the longer time goes on, I was like, oh, okay. I guess if it's just you and your son, and that's not a family. Well... I, technically, I don't, I don't know if a kid needs to hear that from his dad. No, my parents said a lot of things around me when I was a kid. That's probably why I ended up Mine having too. a Blossom podcast in my 30s. Sometimes I wonder if my mom poisoned me against my dad or poisoned my dad against me. Because oh <laughs> um, I, uh, anyway, yeah, Jason and I are, we're like best friends for like 20 years, both only children with single moms, divorced parents, mm-hmm. and uh, both with. What's something funny we both... Both like wrestling both a lot. both like pro wrestling. We both have... We both love comedy. We both love love comedy, as you can tell by how funny we Ironically, are. Ironically, can't come up with a joke on the spot. It has to be 100% natural, just like your your boobs that you have. <laughs> See? Comedy. There uh, was good. I have big boobies. Now, if you're a fan of the show but have but missed last week's episode, you might notice that Craig is not here. He is still child rearing. Um, mm, speaking the of big is... boobies, <laughs> he's breastfeeding. Is he's busy breastfeeding? Uh, <laughs> I was trying to make a suck sound. That didn't work. <laughs> that's it's not what sucking sound. No, like. you stopped too soon. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Craig. <laughs> Craig, if you're listening, which you are, because you have to edit this, uh, you're welcome for that. Mm, yep. Um, he won't be back. Uh, he might be back next week. I don't know. It's kind of like he's got to deal with this kid now, and I guess this Blossom podcast has to be put on the back burner. Um, so hopefully he'll be back soon. Um, but God, we, I hope so. We have Jake in the meantime, who is <laughs> begrudgingly... Talking about Blossom with me because of the episodes, gots to go out. Craig, we need you back, buddy. All right. Uh, Jake, you're a great sport. Last week's episode actually um, got one million listeners. Wow. Yeah. What do they have to say? Any, any uh, no, feedback Nobody commented. There? Nobody, uh, oh. nobody reached out to me and asked me any questions. <laughs> Craig actually asked a question to the show. Uh, something along the lines of, uh, why have you replaced me? I think we've gone over that in great detail at this point um so hopefully that baby will get into the coal mines and start earning its honest keep so craig can come back to the podcast a and coal can... mine full of babies <laughs> we, we can finally talk about blossoming that was the other thing i was thinking of jason and i also worked in a coal mine from it's, very early age that's 100 percent real it was in glace bay nova scotia yep and i found diamonds and then i was able to quit my baby job and get a real boy job which was uh just stare at a wall for 34 years and then start a podcast about blossom you really blew through those diamonds real quick it's true remember you started hanging out with saudi arabian princes and <laughs> they were shitting and coming all over me so um <laughs> you were a baby <laughs> fuck craig use your discretion if you want to leave that one in or cut it out instagram wasn't invented yet so i wasn't even an instagram model that's a real thing that Instagram models have claimed what they go over and hang out with those Saudi princes and all they do is like degrade them uh, times a thousand. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. We better call our friend Mike. 
Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> we have an actual friend who hung out with Saudi Frenches. Uh, uh, this might explain a lot. We should probably cut this out. Okay. We didn't say any last names. But right. let's just say yeah. I once saw it him ride with- a dolphin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so housekeeping this week, nothing. If you want to ask a question, comment somewhere. We're on every social media. Or the- talk to us in person. Come up to me and talk to me when you see me on the street. You don't have to look away. Yeah. I'm just like anyone else. Jake's very sensitive about you when you look away from him. Um, also, I th- it's, you probably noticed that Craig actually interjected his opinionation last week. We'll yeah. uh, we'll let him do that do it this week too. All the while breastfeeding, oh. his big hairy dad tit, dad titties, dad titties, father tits. I was afraid this episode doesn't have as much content. It went by really fast as last week, but we're already 10 minutes in, and we've already created gold. So let's get right into the show. That was another another sketch that I wrote, but this this one we didn't do. <laughs> I thought the premise is... <laughs> Go for it. Dick feeding your baby. <laughs> oh. So it was like... What has, we talked about this we because talked about I, had a, I had a similar... I'm sorry, Craig. This is probably fucked up to think about when I, you just have a baby. I, I had a similar thought to your sketch, but I'll let you. Oh. Well, all it was is the baby. It's like a dinner party and the baby starts crying and the dad is like, oh, I'll get this one, honey. And he stands up and unzips his fly and everyone's like, oh, what are you doing? And they're like, well, we dick feed our baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and you can imagine where it goes from there. Yeah. Because I didn't finish the sketch. You'll have to imagine. Because it. writing that down on paper, even on paper, would yeah. put you on a list. Yeah, well, I'm saying it saying now. Saying it on the internet. I don't know why. Something about recording these things makes me confess. The, I told everybody last week that I pee sitting down. <laughs> Did you get any feedback about and that? And that I cried my way out of an STI test. That's Is that what you good. call it, an STI test? I was going to say, um, it was uh, very forward-thinking, very progressive of you to call it an STI, because somewhere around 2006 or 2007, they were like, it's not a disease, mm. it's an infection. Calling it an STD is yeah. incorrect. I miss STD. It just has a better... Yeah, it's sexy, right? STD, Well, it's not sexy because uh, if you get an STD, it hurts. It burns when you pee. It's sexual. It's sexual. But it's not. I don't don't like to to burn. Don't like to burn. (laughs) Well, all right. Bernie Sanders. That's Uh, your Bernie Sanders impression because it sounds sounds suspiciously like some other uh, old man. We're going to take the money from the rich people and give it to the poor people. <laughs> it's like Bernie Sanders is here in this very room with yeah. us right now. Healthcare is a human right. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. 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 So this episode is season two, episode 24. It's the season finale of season two of Blossom. Uh, it introduces a very pivotal character to the series. Oh. Um, he's pivotal to the series? Yes, absolutely. I think he's in it for the rest of the show. Fuck From me. here on out. Really? Yeah. Four, like four seasons, Jesus three seasons. Christ. Uh, it's called Spring Fever, as I said previously. I'm just sort of repeating myself. It's uh, directed by Zane Busby. No. Yes. Directed by Zane Busby. Ruth Buzzy? Busby. Busby. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. The classic Bernie Sanders saying. Um, and written by Brenda Hampton, whose uh, accolades include Mad About You, Seventh Heaven, Safe Harbor, Loco X Vios, <laughs> uh, and Fat Actress. 
Heaven's uh, heaven. Starring Kirstie Alley. I always do that too. Do you go, I know there's no better feeling than the love of a family. I love eggs. I love eggs. That's like this, almost the same song. I found that commercial on YouTube and now it's gone. It's still there, but the audio is gone. Didn't you post it to Instagram? I did. I, or I think I, yeah, I posted it on Facebook or something. I don't think I posted it on Instagram. She. She. Oh, shouldn't be doing maybe that. Maybe not that one. Hmm. <laughs> Alrighty, ready to talk about the season finale? Season finales and season premieres are a big deal for me. I always thought, you know, these are a big deal for you. Nowadays, these season finales they don't they don't really hit at home mm. as hard. It's never mm. like oh somebody dies or somebody leaves the cast or mm. somebody uh, gets touched inappropriately. You're that doesn't right. happen in this episode. They but... don't get like maudlin anymore. They don't like uh, the. Uh, I can't tell you the last time I saw a show where the credits come up and there's no music and mm-hmm. it's just very somber and serious. Just definitely ends like that. Mm. So, but but honestly, like this, the six and Joey element of this episode is the like boiling bit to it. You know, the like the wah 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 wah. You know, like was the, that your throbbing genitals? No, that was, was that, that. That was like a, a cl- like a clown. Whoa. You know, the comedy element. I was just you know, yeah, boiling, doy Yeah, of the clown. The doyoyoing of the clown. Yeah, things are really heating up. The clown goes doyoyoyoyoy. <laughs> the clown goes doyoyoyoy. So, okay, so we, the cold open is... Doink the clown! Doink the clown! No, no wrestling! <laughs> Unless we do a backdoor pilot for our other idea. Yeah. Or just backdoor each other. What? Let's leave it up to the audience. you want to hear about Blossom or do you want to hear about wrestling? Do you want to hear about jobbers from the 90s? We'll wait. Speaking of jobbers from the 90s, Joey and Six are hanging out in the living room. This is the cold open. Yeah. Um, and they're watching Hypnotist, which is like, what? Uh, it doesn't work on Six, but Joey's 100% hypnotized. Uh, and she says, when you come to, you'll fall in love with the next person that um, you see. Uh, and then... And then... <laughs> Buzz walks in and he says, I love you, Grandpa. Oh, no. Now... Uh- I just want to say, yeah. this is the only time we see Buzz in this episode. Sometimes Buzz has a couple lines, like last week. Sometimes Buzz, it seems like they prepaid him mm. to be on this show, and he comes in for his, like, one line. They just tell uh, yeah, you just to walk in. This was, like, as cool of him was, like, an Archie comic. Yeah. It's like a, a gag bag. Exactly. So I was I was thinking, you know, maybe I'll be able to come up with a Buzzkill because he'll be back. I like like we were talking about. I like to base my buzz kills on something. Yeah. But honestly, there was nothing else with Buzz. So what I wrote down is uh, I hypnotize him and then tell him to walk into a meat grinder. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see. I'd like to throw the whole cast into a meat grinder <laughs> and eat it. Eat whatever comes out of the meat grinder. You want a, a Joey hamburger? I'd like to eat a big fucking hoagie full of ground up cast of blossom. <laughs> And then shit it out, standing up over the toilet. And then eat my own shit that I just shit out, standing up over the toilet. And then Mm -hmm. pee sitting down onto the (laughs) shit. And then drink the pee and eat the shit. (laughs) And then dick feed a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Dick 
<laughs> Craig, if you're listening to this, what you are, um, do what you will with that information. Help us, Craig. We need you back immediately, Craig, and I need to go to prison for a long, long time. I just keep letting Jake talk, honestly, because, you know. you got to stop doing that. <laughs> but I feel bad when I cut people off, so it's kind of a catch-22. This is like, I'm not, I'm not even like this normally. I know, it's true. That's why I always I, I was thinking when the first time you were on, Yeah, I was like, Jake doesn't say this shit. As soon as you turn a microphone on, he's like, poo, 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 pee, pee, poo. Raunch. Pure raunch. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. That's okay. I'm saying that for it on behalf of everybody. Um, yeah. Okay. So then we're to the regular part of the episode. Yeah. Um, so Blossom and Vinny. Vinny. Vinny Barb- Barbatello. Vinny. Yeah, Barbatello, whatever. Um, so if you're a fan of Blossom, you probably remember Vinny. If you're a fan of Happy Days or Grease or like any other, <laughs> that's what he looks like. You probably remember Vinny. He's played by uh, David Last Lasher, who was Lasher, who was uh, he was in stuff over the years as well. Um, he was uh, he was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, that's where I recognize yeah. him from. He shows back up on Melissa and Joey later. Vinny. Which is mostly Joan Hart and Joey Lawrence have a show. And it's funny wow. because I think Joey Lawrence hates Blossom. And Melissa and Joey is a show from like 2014. Yeah. He probably wants to be known for that show over Blossom at this point in his career. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he, he tried to go. He was like, everybody call me Joseph Lawrence yeah. for a while. And then everybody's like, fuck that. Yeah, we'll call you Woe of Lawrence. And <laughs> yeah. then he fucking. He's like, all right, fine. Call me Joey. Did a murder suit. Shit. Um, he killed himself. So, yeah. I just wanted to point out that Vinny says, uh, Vinny asks Blossom on a date and he wants to go Dutch, which of course means that they pay for themselves, which I thought was just, it's a passing line. Yeah. But I just thought that was funny. He goes, yeah, man, this freaking, uh, I don't know where to start with Vinny. He's just the bad boy from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. Which they've actually touched on a couple times on this show. I think Blossom likes bad boys. Yeah, she likes really stereotypical bad boys from the 50s. Yeah. He goes, he literally goes, hey, life is short, especially in my neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, who wrote that down and made actors say it? Yeah. Who did that? I don't know. I'll tell you, you who it. did that. The person that I mentioned earlier, remember? <laughs> no, I don't remember. Oh, uh, Brenda Hampton. Brenda Hampton. The writer of this Oh, episode. she wrote this. Wow. Yeah. Great writer. Nice work, Brenda. Really no good, you, Brenda. No wonder you only wrote... Fucking piece of shit. No wonder you only wrote... Hold on. Goddamn. I wish the internet was faster. Just... Oh, no wonder you only wrote 13 things. That's the sound of Jake shitting his own pants. You stink, Brenda. I mean, I stink, but you really stink. <laughs> so, uh, at that point, Nick comes out as they're about to smooch. Yeah. Which is weird, because she, like... Vinny's like asks her on a date and then goes in for the kill. Yeah, right. You're supposed to kiss on the first date, not like right when you're asking them that. But also, they were clearly coming back from a date. It was like, well, they were coming back from uh, studying. Mm, is that what they call it? I, I, I used to call it fingering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Vinny is not only is he from the wrong side of the tracks, but he's probably like behind a year and functionally stupid. At least a year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's old enough to have literally been in high school in the 50s. Uh, the way he looks and probably the actor's age, but Blossom's, they say that Blossom's 15 or 16 and he's 16. only 17. He's seven. Oh, they actually say yeah, how old yeah. he is? 
So it's like, yeah, he's he's got that like Matthew uh, Luke Perry thing where he's playing a high school student. He's clearly twenty five years old he's with a full five, uh, five, five o'clock, o'clock shot. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Nick. The first thing he says is, "How old are you?" And I wrote, "Good question." In <laughs> huge letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's is that at this point Nick comes out and yeah. tells Vinny to GTFO, just get the fuck out of here, mm-hmm. you you forty five year old man. Yeah, they hypothesize. I think Nick is like, "Is that guy fucking 30? Yeah, because at that point we're back. We go to the living room and the scene continues, and Blossom comes in and Nick visualizes her as pregnant. Yes, which I'm sure. 45-year-old Vinny can just do to women. They do a cool visual gag here, which they really do well on Blossom. She walks in and she's got a big, the, uh, the big pregnant the old, belly. The old pregnancy belly. And he shrieks and it is the funniest thing. And then he, it's kind of a moment and she's not really pregnant. He was imagining things. I sense, I sense a hint of sarcasm in your uh, cadence, Jake. I hate Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Blossom wants to go with Vinny. Yeah. Th- that's where we find out he's only 17. Nick is like, fuck, no, you're not going with Blossom. So, of course, when you uh, condemn, uh, uh, not condemn, when you say no to your daughter who wants to date mm. a boy, she's just going to get sploochity sploosh. The first rule of parenting, uh, I read that in the, Bill Cosby's book. Nope. <laughs> Whatever you tell a child to do the opposite thing. Wait a second. I thought that was your perfect one-to-one Bernie Sanders impression. You see. (laughs) Tax the rich. The billionaire contributors and the money and human rights and the most dangerous president in the modern history of America. (laughs) I mean, he's not wrong. Not, Not to get too political, but fuck Donald Trump. He's a piece of garbage. Um, so we're back in the, we're going to the kitchen now. It's a garbage, strong indictment of Donald Trump. It's an overstatement. That's an understatement. So, uh, Rhonda's back. Rhonda is the, uh, now longtime girlfriend. Before we get to, to Rhonda, I was just like, Nick is a jazz man, right? Yeah. He's the most, he's real square for a jazz musician. Yeah. He's got his shirt buttoned all the way up to the top. He, and he's like, he's freaking out over a, a guy in a leather jacket. I mean, he obviously, yeah, he's 30 years old. That's a problem. But you know what I mean? He's got no, uh, you know, he sees a rock and roll guy and he, he freaks out. He goes, uh, he says, guy probably has a tattoo on his arm, you know? And she, and Blossom's like, he, he does. Like, yeah, he does. It's, it's mom. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this freaking guy, he probably has a tattoo on his arm. He's probably spelt wrong or whatever. Oh, yeah. He goes, this, he's a, he's, this guy's a heartbeat away from a felony conviction. <laughs> Just calm down, man. Uh, Excuse me. What yeah. I'll say to that is yeah. Nick... Like Blossom, Blossom, Six, Joey, Tony—they're all written pretty consistently. Yeah. But Nick is written all over the place. Yeah, I noticed that. There's one where they're waiting, like Blossom and Six are waiting out uh, for CNC Music Factory tickets, and Six is like, "We have to fit in with these night people, these street people, and smoke cigarettes." And Nick shows up just in the nick of time to see them smoke. That's the spinoff. In the nick of time. I didn't even realize I did that. Yeah. But what would you think Nick's reaction to that would be based on this episode of Blossom? Them smoking cigarettes? He would freak out and take the cigarettes, take cigarettes, break them up, throw them on the floor. He literally just said, he just like takes them and he's literally like, well, don't let me catch you doing that again. Ah. Which is not on brand for Nick at all. 
because this Nick would crucify them. Yeah. Early episodes, he used to insult. He used to uh, threaten Joey with physical violence constantly. Yeah. So I don't know. What to, Nick is just written. Jeez, I mean, like on the one hand, he's lax with cigarettes. On the other hand, he freaks out about his daughter being exploited by an older man. A one-year-older man, in kayfabe terms. Or, uh, <laughs> he's kayfabe. Kayfabe in, seventeen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, do you have anything else to say about this scene? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) We're zooming through this because I think the problem with this episode was there wasn't a lot of content. It was like an episode where there's just a few pivotal moments and the fluff is really based on this. There's no, like, B-plot, I guess. There's nothing in this episode we haven't seen before a million times. That, too. So, also, I think our brains just kind of shut off. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we knew everything that was going to happen. Yeah. Right down... Yeah, we're we're getting to a couple of things where I almost... We both almost called perfectly. Yeah. So, we're in the kitchen now. Rhonda's back, as I was saying. Tony's... uh, Tony's on and off, again, longtime girlfriend at this point. Um, she's played by Portia Dawson. She's Babola. Portia Dawson, perfect name. She looks exactly like a Portia Dawson. And she's playing, she's playing, um, Rhonda, which is also a perfect name for a 90s Rhonda. name for somebody with, uh, For a babe. For a babe, yeah. Like, yeah, like, you know, those, like, you would see, like, girls in bikinis in the 90s, like, those weird bikinis that make your butt, like, like really unflattering, yeah. like, with the... You have, like, a really long butt. You have a long butt. And then, and like, your name the, will be Rhonda, the yeah. thing goes all the way up. Like, to, I think it was supposed to accentuate your hips. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But I think you have to be in the 90s with a mullet to find that attractive. Because looking real... back, I'm like, nope. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird what, what like, our dads would have been all, like, hot for. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's a, a 90s babe name for sure, Rhonda. So we do get a wool watch here where Joey's, like, uh, so what's it like to be naked all the time? Because uh, as you know, Rhonda is a nude model. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's yeah. why he keeps asking about what it's like to be naked. Mm. From your point of view, you must be like, what is this conversation? She's a nude model. Come on. Like a, Come on, sitcom. Like a tasteful nude model. Yeah. Like play, so that's like, what she does for a living? Yeah. In fact, in one episode, she was like, I don't do nudes anymore. But Joey's so hung up on it that he's like, whoa, yeah. uh, how do they get the makeup all over your back or whatever? Tony's. And she's like, shut up. So her name's puts... Rhonda. She's a nude model. <laughs> so but I met her in what AA? Like what? Where does he? No, he met her. Um, he met her as a paramedic. She was on set uh. choking, and he saved her life. Ah. Uh. And then they started dating. Hmm. And then he just ran up behind got... her and started humping her. And Basically, fell in love. While she in while that episode, nude? They... was she nude? Yeah, was she... while choking. Because in that episode, he explained like it, everybody's all pervy about how they met. And yeah. he explains the story, like, does the three beats where he tells it excitedly and Joey, yeah. like, faints almost. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And then he tells it sort of like, okay. And then at the end, he tells it really like, okay. And then I uh, gave her mouth to mouth. And then I, I gave her an external uh, chest massage, which is just like CPR, yeah. basically, right? Yeah. But uh, everybody shit. had rock hard, rock hard boners. Do you think it's going to say "woe" on jo- on Joey Lawrence's tombstone? In <laughs> as like a marks? slight, as a slight to him, because <laughs> yeah. if you go up to Joey Lawrence by all accounts and you say "woe," yeah. he ignores you. Yeah, he hates. He, he won't. But he's on cameo not. now. He's got to say "woe." He's got to say "woe." Right? Especially, I'm like, I have a podcast called Blossom Buddies. Will you please do it? Yeah, Joey Lawrence. That's why he's charging 175 bucks. Like, I'll say it, but you're going to pay. It's true. 
It looks like he has his eyebrows stapled on now, I will say. He looks ridiculous now. Hilarious. If you're listening to this, Joey Lawrence, figure it out, buddy. Also, please do a wolf Also, for please a do a wolf for a show. <laughs> you freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, then Tony intervenes because Joey puts his arm around Rhonda and, mm. and says, like, isn't he just like, well, you know, I don't even remember what he yeah, said. Whatever, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it's but hard bas- to listen to the show. <laughs> it's but, like, whatever. But basically, like... Tony comes in and he's like, yes, yeah, stop. And then Tony's like, I need a, let's, we're going on a date later. I need to pick out a tie. Yeah. Let's go spend the next couple hours picking out a tie. And Rhonda's like, well, you only have one tie. And he's like, I know, love to figure out something else yeah. to do. And then fucking Joey does but, the like sitcom cry. Like, <laughs> this confused me. He goes, hey, let's go up to my room. And then they go outside. So leave the house. Tony lives above the garage. Oh. So he has to go. Above the garage. He has to go like outside and into the garage and up into the loft, I think. There's a loft area above the garage. Yeah. Huh. He's lived there since he moved back home after hitting rock bottom in like episode one. A garage with an attic. Okay. Yeah. An addict in Must the be attic. nice. I mean, you live in an apartment with your girlfriend. Do you think I'll ever... Well, yeah, that is nice. <laughs> Do you think either of us will ever have a garage? I'll technically have a garage when I move into a, a condo in a couple of years. Like you need a parking space down yeah. in the parking lot? I don't know if I'll ever own a house with a, a garage. attached garage. Do they call it a garage? Yeah. It's a park. It's a parking garage. It's a parking... Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> a shared garage with... Uh, yeah, with the rest people. of the building. Okay. Uh, I'll give you that. A house it's in suburbia with uh, an attached garage with an attic? Yeah. Probably, probably not. Unless... I, like, retire in Nova Scotia. Yeah, basically, it's our only hope. Go back to Nova Scotia. But by then, homes that are, like, 150K now will be million-dollar homes. That's true. We're really not planning our lives out very well. Well, I mean, you get the condo. That's cool. I just mean in terms of that. We could have had it all if we just stayed in Halifax. If I had my job in Halifax, I could be living in a house right now. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be king of kings. Yeah. The king Monsters among men. (laughs) Get these hands. (laughs) <laughs> um so oh hat was he, did you get this hat six uh, uh six yeah comes in. It's like whatever it's upturned my, beige my grandma's straw hat with multicolored flowers yeah and a bow had a bow on it she I wears think it was big, more what it was more of a flower though it's like a bow tie right in the front of her hat and maybe a flower on the side yeah okay there were know. four flowers on the back of it that were multicolored yeah there was it. a bow tie like stapled to the front of the hat okay it's a stupid hat okay uh, so six has the uh, all the info on Vinny. She like whispers something to Joey. Yeah, that is like probably sexually explicit because it's a sitcom and it's the trope. Um, this that's bad. what I'll say about this episode. Since it was a season finale in sitcom world, everything was super tropey. I think that's why compared to last week's episode, that was kind of like a decent episode. You know? Yeah. Not there wasn't like booing every ten seconds. Yeah. No, this is the trope show. Like this is like. The most basic of all tropes all the way through. It's like a Shangri-La's song, this this episode. Yeah. What does that mean? You know the Shangri-La's? Uh, it's all like teen melodrama stuff from the 60s, oh, like leader okay. of the pack. And, oh, that's yeah. the Shangri-La's? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. I hear he's bad. Yeah. He's good bad, but he's not evil. Well, that's basically what Six is telling Joey. Here. Yeah, Six <laughs> and Joey are the backup singers, and Blossom is, uh, what's her name? It's like in Baby's Got Back where the, the girl's like, oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. Look at Vinny's butt. <laughs> so Joey makes some joke because he mishear, he misunderstands what Six is saying. 
and then um, they make a plan since they don't have dates for spring. I guess um, gotta have a date for spring. Yeah, they make a plan to follow uh, Blossom and Vinny around on their date. Yeah, which what? Yeah, have you ever done that in real life? Like no! I've seen that on sitcoms a thousand times. That's another trope: following, spying on a date. This is another. In, in so over the over the course of the last season and a half, Blossom went from being like just constantly freaking out over everything to like chilling out. Yeah, Six's character's never really changed. She's always conniving. She's uh, she. We hypothesized a couple episodes ago when Craig was still on, like that Blossom's actually growing as a character and and she's kind of left those ways behind but six hasn't stopped she's an obnoxious idiot yeah six wants to <laughs> six wants to like go out and spy on her best friend because she's got nothing better to do yeah it's what's happening here. yeah so they make you that, name somebody six they're never gonna grow up that's how many that's, that's how many beers it took is uh oh. that's how that goes um so yeah everyone has dates how many beers except it took for, to what have six at a rolling stones concert okay Sorry, um, I keep interrupting you. That's okay, man. It's a podcast. Oh yeah, we're co-hosts. You're not. You you have to co-host when you're the co-host. When you're the special guest, that's when you just interject things. But we can talk over each other since it's just us here. If you couldn't tell we we're Canadian by the way we pronounce hosts and, Oat. and, and coach, yeah, and <laughs> I keep apologizing just to rub it in. <laughs> Every time I say something, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, oh, for I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I never apologize. I'm sorry, I said. Well, that. we're very sorry for entertaining you. Yeah, you better listen. I'm sorry, I said. That. You sit there and you fucking listen. Yeah, you you pieces of shit, whoever you are out there. Shit, I'm sorry, I said that. That, that one actually probably took it too far. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Nothing says Canada like uh, laughing at your own jokes. Also, so everyone has. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a forced laugh from you. Everyone has dates except for Joey and Six. Spring fever. Spring fever. It's where everybody has sex with each other. Sex date. So we're back in the living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick is wearing a 100% uh, bl- blindingly white uh, suit. Yeah. That Colonel Sanders-esque yeah, suit. That Tony says that he looks like uh, David Duke, the yeah. Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. That's... They mention this guy in another episode. Did you say Ku Klux Klan? Ku Klux. Ku Klux. The Ku Klux Klan. The Ku Klux Klan is I haven't been like drinking or smoking For pot. racist detectives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Ku Klux Klan. I'm a member of so the Ku Klux Klan. David really. Duke doesn't wear Colonel Sanders' suit. He's not a... Dapper David. Well, Duke. what Tony says is, "You're wearing so much white. All you need is like oh, a pointy hat to fucking uh, be David Duke or whatever." Okay. Which this is twice in like three or four episodes that they've done this. Yeah. Was David Duke really prominent in pop culture in 1992? Yeah, he was well known. Yeah, because it was back in the day where they would they would have like the KKK on like on like on Jerry Springer, Phil Donahue, yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, Geraldo. Okay. And they'd throw chairs at each other. So David Duke was like, he was all up in the media all the time. So there's, there's now he's the president of the United States. Holy shit. David Duke. Yeah. I didn't get that joke. I was like, he doesn't wear a white suit. (laughs) 
So uh, then Tony has an AA emergency. He's supposed to go. He's supposed to go on a date with Rhonda, but as a sponsor, a person whose sponsor isn't available, calls because Tony's like you know the good the good guy takes it very seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they do that gag where I'm I'm sober six months now. Congratulations! Thank on you. That, yeah, actually. it's like six months practically today. I don't take my responsibility seriously. I don't help anybody. Well, you never went to AA. Yeah. So you did it on your own. So you Still, it wouldn't kill me to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't kill you to be nice, you know? You quit drinking for you, you gotta quit drinking for everybody else. Make me very cranky. I don't like anybody anymore. I believe it. I'm not drinking uh, f- for last week's episode and for this week's episode. Um, partly as a show of solidarity, you know? But also... Oh, you don't have to do that. I know I don't have to do that. But also, I don't... I, it's... I don't stutter like this when I'm having a couple drinks on the show, but maybe that's not a great thing. So I just wanted to also see if I did a couple couple episodes in a row, yeah. what that would be like. It is like, no, I used to drink for confidence for sure. And it's definitely doing me a lot of favors confidence-wise to not drink. Just to work on your confidence without it. Yeah. Because I announce, when I do wrestling yeah. announcing, I've never had a drop. Yeah. And the times when we did, uh, we do these student shows sometimes where it's just, just for the students. Yeah. I'm allowed to drink the whole time. Like, and when I have a couple beers and get up in front of a crowd, yeah. I'm actually like, oh fuck, I'm going to trip over my words. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I'm stone cold sober, I can actually be like, the following contest and then say, yeah. if there's like a match that has a whole bunch of stipulations, I have no problem getting the stipulations. Out. Yeah. No. When I did, when I covered for you that night, when I did some announcing, I was sneaking in a few drinks. I was right nervous. That's fine. Um, but um, I I tried to do stand up drinking one time ever, and was like, oh, you got like the, it was a freaking disaster. Well, you find out. Like I've been listening to a lot of Chris D'Elia. He's never had. He's never drank in his life. A lot of comedians like don't. They're either raging alcoholics who become sober, yeah, or they've never had a drop of alcohol and are just like they have to like have their one hundred percent wits about them to do comedy. Yeah, well, you definitely have. I mean, it's like sobering up. My head's a lot sharper on stage, um, which is great. Yeah, I'm like I'm way more confident now. Like I just walk out on stage and, and improv, and I'm not, my head is uh, sharp. You know, yeah. as you can tell by this podcast, I'm sure that's a clear-headed guy. <laughs> Got his, his shit together. Now talk about shitting standing up and then peeing <laughs> sitting down on your shit that you've shit while you were standing. Yeah. See, that's the kind of stuff that you, <laughs> you need a clear mind to have. I will say when I when I did when I was a musician back in Halifax. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I guess you're always a musician once you can play an instrument. But my point is, I don't think I ever performed live, not just without drinking, but like yeah. not wasted, hammered. Yeah. I, I used to drink, like, I would always, I'd either be on first, and I'd have to, like, drink a whole bunch and play for nobody. Yeah. Or I'd be on last, and I'd drink all fucking night, yep. and then go on last and just be, like, somehow get through it. I'm with you. I, w- I would be shit-faced drunk most of the time that I play on stage. That, again, I was just a total lack of confidence. Yes. Disguised absolutely. as having a good time. I have no problem getting in front of an audience now. Yeah. 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 Um, and this podcast sort of i know it's about blossom but it's an outlet to be able to do something creative that's yeah like of course minimal as far as the it's more of like what this show has become is the skeleton is talk is blossom right and that's funny to tell people although they usually don't get it there's not really anything to get honestly it's just, we just talk about blossom and there's nothing else to talk about 
that being said, I like to improv, I like to make jokes, I like to talk to somebody and record it because, you know, it's like that old idea when you're sitting around with your friends and you're like, man, we should have had that joke recorded. Well, in this instance, we, there's a lot of stuff that would just go away yeah. in the ether that I'll be able to go back and listen to in 20 years. No, it's great. I'm, I'm glad that, that dick feeding a baby, <laughs> me saying that, is on the record. For, I can there. listen to that 20 years from now and from not, not, not be the least bit ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> on your 20th year of prison yeah. for saying that. That was funny when I did that Cosby impression. Imagine, yeah. uh, what's that uh, Tom Cruise movie, Time Cop? Imagine a Time Cop shows up right now and fucking arrests oh, both of us. Well, this, <laughs> if anything, we've proven that Time Cops don't exist Yes. Yet. Yet. Huh. Well, I mean, how would we know? Because Whoa. maybe they have better things to do. Probably then. Probably bust actual. But we don't have anything better to do, so let's go on. Let's continue on. All right. Good call. Because we're at 40 minutes and uh, we haven't made much progress on this episode. Uh, yeah. So Tony has an emergency. He does it that old sight gag where, like, he's like, should I break, Should I tell Rhonda the truth? Because it's, it's with a Jason's girl. Jason's waving his arms around like a Muppet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what should I do? And he's facing Nick, who's saying, yes, uh, you should tell the truth, but shaking his head no. And, of course, Blossom is like, do the right thing. Uh, spoilers, Tony fucking lies. Hmm. Uh, because the girl is probably hot, but we never see her. Well, he says uh, Rhonda would never be cool with him helping a woman from his A because she's really, really jealous. Like, dude, that's a fucking red flag. You it's get a red this flag. She's a babe, out of your life. Red, red flag. Yeah, so like he's in an abusive relationship. He later he has he told her that his grandma died. Yeah, to, like last week to avoid when getting uh, in trouble. Tiffany Tiffany Amber Thiessen was looking good, and Joey yeah. was like, "Well, you know, red flags are all over this situation, so I'm gonna bouncy five thousand. Yeah, a lot of woman on man abuse. Yeah, and vice versa. Frankly, this is a, just a, a toxic show well the 90s were very toxic mm. so Vinny shows up and that's when we grew up and that's how we got and that's why we're we don't say most of the things we're thinking because we know it's wrong yeah think of the things i'm thinking and not saying exact same z's oh my god like same z's who yeah. the fuck okay the fucking slaughterhouse in my mind <laughs> <laughs> so Vinny shows up we were raised on movies like big money hustlers starring the insane clown posse <laughs> My mom took me to see that in theater. <laughs> so Vinny shows up. never in theater. No. Nick and Vinny have the heart-to-heart where yeah. Nick is like, look, buddy, you're clearly 35, even though they say you're 17. Hmm. You're mature. Stop being so mature. He, he, Vinny's like, well, Blossom's super mature, too. And Nick's, like, ready to kill him, but Blossom comes back downstairs, right? Yeah. And, and then Nick is just like, well, you seem like a good guy. Have a great time. Yeah. Which, of course, isn't true because he wants to crucify Vinny. it's kind of weird to be like you stay away from my daughter and then the daughter comes out and he's like, oh i mean uh, go have a great time which is the yeah. old sitcom trope of breaking the fourth wall yeah because only we saw that conversation it, right yeah so from blossom's point of view it was like nick being like i want to talk to Vinny, and then she comes down to him being like you're a great guy it's like he wants to protect his daughter unless his daughter is there and then murder suey so and then uh <laughs> sorry did did you have a thought there i, I didn't quite know. obviously didn't i thought you, you were waiting for me to say something no nope <laughs> okay okay i broke 
so uh, Vinny now knows that Nick doesn't approve. And they go, Nick, uh, sorry, Vinny and Blossom leave, and it goes, shows outside, and fucking Joey and Six are in the bushes. Yeah. Like, be normal. So then... Be after, normal. <laughs> it's after Six. the dates. Joey. Yeah. We're back in the living room. Nick and his and his uh, his date went to see Gallagher, so that was yes. hilarious. Oh, and uh, now we have it's time for my buzzkill. <laughs> Smash his head like a watermelon. <laughs> Gallagher killing Buzz. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I love and that's uh, uh, Nick comes in with his his suit is covered in Buzz brains. <laughs> uh, did you notice that the uh, the stains looked nothing like what it would look like if you got watermelon smashed? Yeah, it looked over? like blood stains. Yeah, honestly, I thought he. Uh, yeah, that's something horrible had happened. He did a murder. He yeah, did a murder at the. Gall- he... It was probably Gallagher too, the lesser known Gallagher. Yeah, he murdered Gallagher too. <laughs> yeah. He killed Gallagher. I think Nick might be the Zodiac killer. Has anyone ever looked into that? No. Hmm. But his date was played by <laughs> Barbara Tyson, uh, who is played secretary number twenty two on Murphy Brown, and uh, was just a basically a nameless person in a whole bunch of things. Um, just because it's tradition around here. She was actually in 76 things. Holy shit. How many of uh, times did she play a character named Woman? <laughs> Let's go back to the <laughs> beginning of her career. Uh, she was in 39 episodes of Neon Rider. <laughs> That's all you need to know about her. <laughs> we should do a Neon Rider podcast. Oh my god, with uh, with what's-his-face just fucking being a wasted alcoholic the whole time? That's the one with the guy from Little House on the Prairie, right? Yeah, Michael Landon. Michael Landon. My mom had a crush on Michael Landon. That's the, that's that the guy was a woman abuser. That guy was you, drunk 24-7. In real life? Oh, yeah. He was a woman abuser? Classically. Ooh. 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 I thought he was gay. Oh, I'm thinking of Rock Hudson. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The next day, it wants to fuck. They... What? Take a shower together. What an idiot goes to a Gallagher concert in a white suit. It's almost like he lives in a sitcom universe. It's almost like it was set up for a cheap gag. <laughs> yeah. He should have gone to a Yakov Smirnoff concert. Mm. Um, and then, in you know, in Soviet Russia, Melon suit wears smashes you, you. Or whatever. Yeah. Some shit. Uh, they go upstairs and fuck. Or take a shower or whatever. Fuck in the shower. Fuck in the sh- Put dicks and pussies inside the shower. You ever fuck in the shower? Oh, yeah. You were scared you'd slip? Yeah. I mean, I don't like it that much. Remember those mats that old people would have in their tubs the, with the suction cups? Yeah. I, feel I, like, I would have one of those ready for shower sex. I feel like uh, the shower does get lubed up, and I worry that... The you, shower you ever, gets lubed. You ever take a shower oh, yeah, like, yeah, hungover, yeah. and it's like your shower's due for a cleaning, and it's mm, extra it's kind slick, of slimy. and you're like, yeah. oh, I'm so hungover, and you like almost die in the shower? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that's gross to make love in a bunch of soap scum and mildew. Also, you can never get the angles right, you The know? angles are tough. you got to be the right proportions. You're very tall. I am tall. It's very... Doing anything standing up is difficult. You're almost a head taller than me, so I couldn't even imagine you... Yeah. No, I was like... in a shower? Only one time ever I dated somebody who was my size, and it was... It felt weird. <laughs> a couple of Amazons. Yeah, it felt like a, like a Godzilla and Mothra on a date or something. <laughs> Like, I, I didn't that. know where I was like, should we fight? <laughs> <laughs> should we climb buildings and rampage each yeah, other? Yeah, yeah, We yeah. were walking down the street, and it was like, gush, gush, gush. <laughs> That's a huge bitch! <laughs> 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 so, uh, 
So, okay, so Blossom <laughs> and Vinny get home early uh, and watch a movie that's c- with some stereotypical name. Uh, like, Chainsaw Prom Murders. Did you write, yeah, okay. I wrote that? Down, but yeah. was it like Chainsaw Prom Murders 8 or something? No, you would think they would do that, but no, Chainsaw Prom Murders. Then they sit down on the couch. I hear it's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. jo- oh, no, they go to the kitchen. Joey and Six come in. Yeah. And they're like, let's hide in the closet. They go to the kitchen seemingly just to give Joey and Six an opportunity to do their do their business. Yeah. So in the closet, Six kind of tells hints at to Joey about how she feels. Like, yeah. If I wasn't, you know, Blossom's friend, what would you think? Yeah, she, yeah, Joey's she's basically an idiot. Like Joey's too stupid to comprehend what's even going on. You can see love right there in front of him. I know. Everything can... he's looking for is right there in that closet in his stupid hat. <laughs> <laughs> well put excellently executed yeah. she she basically confronts him he's like you don't see me and he's like yeah yeah you're right yeah, you're right i'm I, I want to bang out on tiffany amber Thiessen, obviously mm-hmm. um then in the kitchen sorry the yeah closet? then joey's like uh i'm gonna sneak into the kitchen right, and right. get us some food so joey sneaks into the kitchen and tony's there this is when so there's been a kind of a gag on this show. I don't know if it's on purpose, but Joe Tony always seems to mix his coffee in the pot and drink from the pot. Yeah, of he's coffee. constantly drinking coffee. He's got a real problem. This one though, he actually poured it into a mug. Craig uh, will know what I'm talking about. All right, Craig, if you want to interject here and just be like, "Yep, um, you can." Yeah, you. He's like the overseer of all of this. He's gonna cut out the parts that he thinks are too hot for TV. Oh my god, I'm Craig. <laughs> I'm glad you're not here, so I don't have to look you in the eye right now. We're at fifty minutes on this episode, also, so we should probably fifty. Just... Yes. <laughs> Joey crawls into the kitchen to get some bread and peanut butter and jelly, and he does this stupid like Saved by the Bell esque. Like it was like a Screech movie pops up behind he pops the couch. Up behind the couch. Yeah, for like why? Total Screech movie. Just for the camera, really. Like there's no anyway. Uh, Tony was also spying, and uh, oh, Tony was spying. Yeah, because I thought when, he was just having a nice coffee. He Joey goes in and he's like, "What are you doing here?" And he, he's like, "You weren't spying." And Tony's like, "No, of course not. I was getting coffee yeah. and spying." Mm. Hilarious. <laughs> spying. Spying. Um. And then he tells Tony, he tells Joey about how he canceled the date. Hmm. Then we go to we follow Tony out. That's when we see out. out. <laughs> That's when Rhonda confronts Tony outside the house. Yeah. Uh, he's like, why Why do you have two cups of coffee? And then he's right? like. A classic abuse. Why do you have two cups of coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Th- that better be for not, your dead grandmother. Yeah, not like, how's your grandma? I'm so sorry. Why do you have two cups of coffee? Tony, get out of this relationship, bud. Yeah. Believe me. I think they end up being together for a very long time. Oh, sure God. Too. Classic. Um, but, it's not too late to leave, Tony. You can have your life back. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but Rhonda... Um, sorry. Tony then tells her what happened. Yeah. She's like, what's her name? Yeah. And I said out loud, Bambi. At yes. the same time as he said, Candy. Candy. Yeah. So she's like, what the fuck, dude? And he's like, look. She just had a problem. What's that about? We're just talking. I'm sorry I lied to you. Give me another shot. Rhonda's like, fine. So if he had said, like, Blanche, it would have been (laughs) fine. But it's Candy, though. That sounds like a strip. Like a name I might have if it wasn't Rhonda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, But everything turns out fine. Rhonda agrees to another date. And it's all very... How does that work? She's, like, mad. And then he goes, how does she turn around and want to go to another date? She's playfully mad, though. Oh, but 
all mad at first and then playfully mad. Yeah, for, like what the fuck? It was weird. It what was is a, she? Weird acting choices all Al- around. Almost like a poorly written female character <laughs> on a sitcom. Interesting. So uh, they do. That's when that's when Joey crawls back and pops his head up again after he, on the way there. It's like this is a season finale and you're grasping at straws for get for yeah. sight gags. Anyway, yeah, it's then really they, hooking me to, to tune in. Then the peanut butter and jelly gag in the closet mm. where he's like, "Here, make this sandwich." And Six is like, why do I have to make it? And Joey says, because you're a woman. You're a woman. And then she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, whoa, there's a lot to unpack Well, there. she's like to be seen as a woman by yeah. Joey. Which is everything she's ever dreamed. It's true, which is weird. Yeah. Like, she should see the the revolving door of idiots that Joey dates. Yeah. Like, I guess this Joey's hot This show too. is a revolving door of idiots. <laughs> Everybody's okay. a friggin' moron. Okay. Ah. So, then... Blossom tries to put the moves on Vinny, that old thing where she put, she yawns, puts the arm, puts his hand, her hand on his leg. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm trying to like put moves on you. And Vinny just fucking goes in for the kill. They start, (laughs) they start making out. Nick comes downstairs, catches them making out in a, in a robe. Then Nick Nick loses his mind. Yeah. And then Six and Joey fall out of the closet. Yeah, you call that one, too. You go, uh, right when they start making out, you're like, man, this is the moment where everything happens all at once. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it did. All the characters. All the characters enter the room. Yeah, explode into the living room. But Blossom is like, this isn't what it looks like. And when they fall out of the closet, Six is on top of Joey and mm. says, this is exactly what it looks like. Mm. Which is a thing I've been using probably from that moment to this day. I've been using the the phrase. This is exactly what it looks like mm. for so years. You're admitting me right now. You got that from Blush. I think I did. Mm. I never knew where I got that from, unless I've just reused it on every comedy in the history of comedy, which is possible also. Yeah. So uh, uh, everybody leaves. Nick forbids Blossom from seeing Vinny ever again. This is up in Blossom's room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blossom says she loves Vinny. And calls love him. calls Nick's girlfriend's a bimbo and says his revolving door of bimbos or whatever. She calls him. She calls her the bimbo du jour. Yeah, the bimbo du jour. Right. Thank what a, you. That's a '90s word too. Bimbo. When's the last time you heard that? Actually, in a video game I played recently. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Which was from the '90s though. Mm. Um, she's grounded as fuck. Of yeah. course, making Blossom hornier for Vinny. Yeah. Um, then it's nighttime in Blossom's room. Vinny comes to the window. Blossom's Vinny's... smarter than this, you know? like... uh, Yes, correct. Fuck. Vinny's gonna leave town. Yeah. So, uh, because her, his dad is stereotypically abusive right. again. He comes up to the window, Dawson's Creek style. Yeah. My dad, my old man, gave me a carton of cigarettes for Christmas. <laughs> I'm taking off. I, we said in yeah. a, there was another episode where a boy did this. Yeah. He wasn't as like badass or whatever mm-hmm. but uh i always thought it'd be funny from outside you just see him climb a couple of rungs higher yeah <laughs> so his dick is like in the window and it looks like he's fucking us <laughs> because she's blowing him oh i see yeah see. so from the outside he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's banging a whole house yeah with his pants down around his ankles <laughs> like uh like the scene in mcgruber yeah, yeah. um anyway like he asked blossoms uh, blossom to go with him and then this is the big to be continued moment. Yeah. She comes downstairs dressed with a bag. She grabs a picture of her family and she yeah. leaves fade to black. And then the post credits, like the during credits is just outtakes of the opening to Blossom. Yeah. So, what are they doing to Blossom? Like she's like this, you know, 
smart, like feminist girl. And then in the season, it's this guy greaser time travels back from the fifties. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Yes. I'll run away with you. Like immediately falls in love with him. Like, yeah, I don't know. Come on. I mean, like, you know, she's 16. Okay. Some it's like her first love. And like I said, it's like, just the- Vinny, we don't know this now, I guess, if you've never seen this, but Vinny doesn't go anywhere. I'm sure. I think he stays in the show until the end from here. So in the next episode, he's going to, I don't know, he's going to save Blossom and he's going to earn the dad's respect. Somehow. Yeah. You're all right in my book, Vinny. I, I think so. He moves in probably, right? Because the dad is. I don't think he moves in, but it's he's something like that. Yeah. So that was the season finale. We have to let's wrap it up here before we get to sixty fucking minutes. All right. Uh, we've proven that we can talk about. Oh, we can talk about things on a podcast format. Yeah. Um, sorry, Craig, that you're gonna have to uh, figure out a way to maybe shorten this. But if not, I have a few ideas of what you can cut out to shorten this. <laughs> so we did. There was one wall. We talked hats. Um, in my uh the lesson to be learned here is sort of like you know young love takes its turns um be careful about making rash decisions and it's not a bad idea uh it's not a bad thing if you're single i think everybody was so horned up in this episode yep spring fever that's what it is right everybody in my opinionation to... um as far as blossom episodes go solid um, as far as season finales go, weak, too tropey. Mm. What was your opinion, Nation? Well, I'm not a fan of the show, and uh, I'm happy to be here. Okay. Craig, what was your opinion, Nation? I'm glad you asked, Jason. In my opinion, Nation, this was a pretty good uh, season finale. Uh, I like that Nick uh, came back at Blossom in full force. We'd noticed in recent episodes that he was... He was kind of laying off her and being nicer than he usually is to Blossom, but I think he was just saving up to uh, ground the shit out of her in this episode. Uh, and that's my opinion, Nation. And uh, I just want to throw in my buzzkill as well. I would just drown him. Just drown him. He has a very mundane, uh, needless appearance in this episode, so I'd give him a mundane murder of drowning. <laughs> i hope you said something to uh, um you can find everything uh that we do on blossombase.net uh jake anything you want to plug this week yeah check out my album on uh it's on i put it up on Bandcamp. for some reason i put it up on soundcloud i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what that, that is even i'm an old man listen to my album uh it's uh joke thurgood is my name joke thurgood.bandcamp or whatever and uh I got a sketch thing I do sometimes called you were called your mom and dad. Uh, so if you see that, go see your mom and dad. Uh, I don't know, like once a month somewhere. I don't know. Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, as this is the season finale, we will be taking one week in between seasons to uh, take a break. Um, but we will be back with the season premiere of season three of Blossom Buddies in two weeks. I look forward to it. Thanks for coming by. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey. I poop, poop, I stand pooping, I poop standing, and I sit and pee into my shit while I sit. I love you. I love you too. Run away with me. Okay. <laughs> Duh, okay. <laughs> Let me grab a picture of my family first. Yeah. The show doesn't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs>